This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk, and here we go. Hello, listeners. Daniel here. We hope you enjoyed part one of our discussion on our unpopular opinions about sports. And in this episode, we conclude with part two. Okay, okay. I got, I got, okay. I got the All next right. unpopular one. Okay. I think I'm going to go back and bash on on football again. Uh, you're <laughs> relentless. I love the old Division One college football where they voted on the national champion and nobody ever played anybody and number four went to this bowl and number two went to that one and number four went to that one. And the, I loved it. Loved I it. I could see how you would like that. No, I, I, I get it. I, I could see how you would love that, um, but I think the natural progression of that would be people play mm. it out, right? Because, I mean, it was now it's it's it was the ultimate fantasy, right? It was like yeah. Alabama versus USC. Would who would have beat who? Because I think Alabama would have won. No, USC would have <laughs> definitely won. So you have those battles now in this format. You still have the voting. Yeah. And then you actually have the realization of like, maybe you don't like that number six is number six or whatever. Mm -hmm. Six or seven is sucks, but <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're pissed if you're number seven, you didn't get in, but the one through four rattled it around. If I'm three versus two, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Four versus one, I don't really care. Yeah. If I'm five, six, seven, I'm pissed because I should have been in there, right? Because <laughs> right, I should have right, been voted right. in there, right? Yeah, totally. So, so yeah, I, 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 I think, I think it turned into it evolved, right? Into like people should you should play so that it's the ultimate what the fans want, right? Yeah. But it's also the money. That's mm -hmm. another game or three. You know yeah. what I mean? That we can, we can earn. You know, we can make money on. You know, yeah. Because right now, I mean, the college football season goes, if you make it all the way to the national championship game. It's two extra like, games? Because you play, now it's, because it used to be an 11 game regular season. Now it's a 12 game regular season. And then you still get the conference championship game, right? Because most conferences now have two divisions. Right. So that's a 13 game schedule. Then you get the national semifinal. And then right. The national champion. So it's like a fifth. It's almost like an NFL long. Almost. Yes. Season. Yes. Like, yes. Wow. That's the really... other part of it too. People are starting to look at it and go, "Is that right? Should that be a thing? Should there be that much football in college?" You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know there's the people that love it, and I love college football too. It's probably my favorite over mm -hmm. the NFL. Mm -hmm. um, but. I think people are starting to look at, you know, that's why they're like, oh, why don't we just add another championship to this? Why don't we just add another, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's just do more bowl games. Let's add, you know, six more teams to the, while well, you do that, you're adding, you know, two more games. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go to the top 18, you know, let's go top 18 teams. Let's just battle it out. Well, okay, then are you going to cut into the season? for that or are you how are you gonna you're yeah. just gonna add the games onto it because right. you, you can't you know what i mean and, and i think that's what i used to love about the old division one the way they did it is because i felt like the entire regular season was a playoff was like a round robin playoff because you oh, couldn't really screw I see up that much saying. i see what you're saying i see what you're saying if you're number one in the country and you lose it's like you're gonna have to really battle to get back 
Right. Assuming, for assuming, assuming that you think the voting is fair <clears throat> and you think that the people that are making the decisions are fair. And it's absolutely not. Right. Right. It's right. Totally it's always not. like, you know, and you hear a lot. SEC fans love it. But a lot of people are like, oh, everybody overvalues the SEC all the time. They're always the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that there's a lot of people that would say that, that say yeah. the SEC is perennial year in and year out, the better division top to bottom, which I don't, I would, I would be, I, I, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, you know, they could say, well, you know, national championships, they've all come out of, you know, or the ACC. Or well, ACC's got one team and everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so there's always the argument, right, yeah. of who should be voted in and why, right? SEC beats each other up. So why do they, you know, why do they not get yeah. in if they only lost to Alabama? Clemson hasn't lost. Nebraska hasn't lost. Mm-hmm. And USC has one loss. But USC gets, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, how come... Yeah. So there's still that on paper debate. Yeah. About who gets in. And that I think is one thing about college football that doesn't exist in any other sport is that week after week we're arguing over, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because baseball's finite. Basketball is fine. And basketball is the exact opposite, right? They have a 60, what? Now it's a 68-team tournament. Right. And that's the the beauty of college basketball. Well, is you get this big old long. Yeah, the it, tournament it's, is, it's it's the best uh, college event going. March Madness so is just so much fun. That's why I love college football, too, because mm-hmm. it's so fun. Because I think that they're more apt, you're more apt to have someone run for 500 yards in a college football game than you are in the pros, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're apt to have somebody, you know, six touchdowns in a game. You know what yeah. I mean? You're, you're apt to have a team that beats another team 70 to nothing. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, granted, they're not fun to watch, but it, the, the idea is that anything's possible, you mm-hmm. know, that the game could be 56-54. You know, NFL, it's very rare that you end up with such a lopsided performance, right? You have one yeah. guy who has six touchdowns in a game. Well, NFL, they're tripling that guy, so he's not going to get another <laughs> right. touchdown. So he gets one. Julio Jones... They, they talk about it before the game, like Julio Jones be one-on-one with so-and-so. Julio Jones scores a touchdown. It's no longer one-on-one. They're doubling up. They're throwing a guy over the top of them. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. They're not going to leave the other guy on the island and let him just continue to get eaten up all day, right? You just you just can't do it. You just wouldn't do it. That's what that's not what professionals do. But in college, you'd be like, we've tried everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody else on our team can cover whoever that is. So Yeah, and it's fun with college football with the bowl season and college football. Yeah, that's fun too. Yes, I would agree. Because you get a team from one conference that they load up their team to win their conference. Right. Now they're playing a team from another conference and that conference has a completely different who they load up on to win their conference. Right. So now you've got an air raid team yes. versus a wishbone team. Yes. It's like, yes. that's just fun. Yes, it's very fun. And I would I, I think that there are, the other part of it that is not as fun is when you get teams that get in 
and people would go, oh, and they got beat 70 to nothing. Like, why would that's that wasn't fun for anybody? Why would they want that? But you start out with an opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. You start out with like, hey, if we play our best, we have a chance. If we play our worst, we have no chance. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. chance. It's an opportunity, right? It's an opportunity for someone. But I think that there is this thing about if you're not at least 500, right? If you mm -hmm. if you end up if you're you know six and six or whatever, should you be in a bowl game versus someone that's you know seven and or eight and nine and you know what I mean? Like yeah. with a winning record, do they deserve to be in there ahead mm -hmm. of someone that has a winning record? Yeah. You know, and so that's the other part of it that makes it interesting is like waiting SEC, you know, six and five versus a Big Ten six and five. Is that the same? Yeah. Versus a Mac six and five. Is that the same? And I think that's mm. that's always going to be the ongoing debates yeah. right on how and who gets in. But I'm not opposed to adding bowl games for the kids experience. Right. I yeah. think we also lose touch with that too like we're like oh what the joe joe doodoo bowl <laughs> what is this bowl game like you know what i mean the alfalfa sprout hand sanitizer mm -hmm. bowl of america like what what is yeah. this but it's another opportunity for these kids you know it's yeah. not like it's not like these kids are going i don't want to play in this it's a good opportunity for them to continue to play yeah. showcase their thing they're fifth year seniors they're freshmen they're you know it's a good opportunity for them. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Now, granted, the quality may not be there. You may be reaching for like some team out of nowhere and go, mm -hmm. well, let's just get them in just because we want to have somebody for that person to play. But yeah, I think it eventually all shakes out. And the reason sometimes football is 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 harder than basketball for the parity is because of the total numbers, right? I mean, the parity in basketball, you know, my top three are as good as your top three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we can play with you if our three do their thing. What we don't have is your depth. Like we don't have a, yep. a 10, 12, 13, 14 guys that are top three like us, mm -hmm. right? So so you can have that parity where any team can beat any team. Yeah. Football is a little harder because of the sheer numbers, right? Uh, right. Our one through 40, you got one through three, one through five yeah. that are on the one through 40s level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The 40th worst player is in same caliber with your one, two, and three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's a hard, it's a, it's a, um, it can, sh I mean, it, it shows a lot in football because you could see the disparity. Like, oh, defensive wise, right. they're just not. <clears throat> They're just not good. To just yeah. you know, how do they win games? I don't know. But you know, you hear with announcers like, "Oh, this is just really one sided." And you, I think as as from a fan watching football, when you talk about depth, it really shows on special teams. That too, because very good teams, the person that only plays on special teams is probably good enough to start at. 50 other colleges. Yes. He's good enough to be a starter. Yes. But he's he plays special teams. Yes. Where, uh, whereas on a small from a smaller school, 
They're like, hey, Jeff, can can you come suit up right. so we have somebody to cover right. this kick? Well, you, yeah, we, well, and it's not even it's not even the it's not even that you don't have the body, right? Because you have the body, right? There's no like Northwestern has ninety some odd guys on our team. Mm-hmm. You know, they have eighty whatever. We have the number, right? Mm-hmm. But it's now like the total quality number, right? The the level of your five, four, five, your five, four, and three star recruits, right? It was interesting. I had a, I loved when I went to the um, Letterman lunch with um, some older guys from Northwestern, right? These the guys that played in like the sixties and the seventies, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how, you know, we would play. Ohio States and we would play Nebraska and we would play the big boys Mm -hmm. and they would say well you know our first team was pretty good our first team could handle their first team but we didn't have the depth Mm -hmm. their third four string guys were starters on every other team anywhere else so we didn't have the talent level to compete like if it was just us versus them their best versus our best we, they were like, we felt like we could hang. Now, whether or not they actually could is neither here nor there. But yeah. the point is, is that, you know, depth has like a lot to do with, you know, your your ability to be able to be dominant. You know, like Florida, like when Alabama, like right now, Alabama has a run, you know, they are, you know, national champions of Florida. I mean, uh, Clemson, all the one through four right now, Stockpiling, they got all kinds of four and five star recruits, all kinds, because you want to be on a winning program. You want that thing. You want to be on the big stage. You want to be the guy. You want to go to the NFL. You want to be. I mean, you want that, mm-hmm. right? So it, that's the way it works. Like the top want to be at the top, right? I, I yeah. want to go to the best. I want to go to the best. But I think what's happened a little bit. Is that now that you, because it used to be you had to go to a big school to go to the NFL, right? Because no one watched, you know, Boise State. No one knew that they, yeah. you know, and there was, they weren't on TV. Mm-hmm. They weren't like at bowl games. No one, they were watching Notre Dame. We're watching Penn State. We're watching the big boys, right? But now I think it's, it's getting a little better in that now that everybody can be seen on TV, right? Now everybody's got TV contracts. Now everybody can get some exposure. So now if I'm a five-star recruit, I don't have to go to Florida State if I want to go to the NFL, right? I can go to, I can go to Oregon. I can go to Arizona State. I can go to these bigger programs that are also get recognized and recognition that are on TV and do really well and still go to the NFL, which is helping, I think, some of the smaller non-major conference teams to, to get talent because yeah. that was that I mean that was always a big thing like how is you know how does Vanderbilt com- compete with you know Florida State and Florida and and all the big California schools they get all the top recruits I mean like how do we compete you know mm-hmm. but I think now that there's the exposure there's the NFL it's going all right we know about the bigger schools mm-hmm. what are the smaller schools offering what are the guys like Khalil Mack who came from Buffalo yeah you know, Joe Flacco from Delaware. Like people are now starting to go, well, they don't have to come from big time programs. Right. You know, they can come from smaller schools. They can come from uh, South Dakota, 
South Dakota State, which has a great football legacy going, you know what I mean? Or North Dakota, one of those two. I mean, North Dakota, I mean, they've got some some good legacies going. So mm-hmm. now, you know, the NFL can go, we don't need, we don't have to have just the starting quarterback for the number one team in the country. You know, we could look at, you know, like I said, Delaware, uh, Tom Brady, who was like, you know, he was sixth overall pick. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really necessarily a starter at Michigan, but, you know, yeah. we can give him the shot. We want to – he's the example, right? He's the someone that, like, yeah, look, Joe Flacco, look at this guy. Yeah. You know? So I do, I do think that it's getting better at that, but I also still love, like, underdog stories. You still mm-hmm. love – I love David and Goliath stories. Yeah. I love um, – Teams playing at unexpectedly high levels Mm -hmm. as a team. You know, individually, maybe we wouldn't have started on this team, but on this team, we're the guy, and we do really well, right? What we do, you know? So. Yeah. Look, I'm going to pick on football some more. Uh, Here we go again. Here's an unpopular opinion. I love waiting to see what Oregon is going to be wearing this week. Ah. And I think I love that too. And and here's here's what I also love is that they've they've made it a thing, right? Oregon was the first to make it a real thing where you could really merchandise and sell your various jerseys, your various uniforms, the different designs, the color matching, the whole thing. Yeah. And not only could you sell it to like your recruits, mm-hmm. you could sell it to the general public, yeah. right? I got the black with the with the the yellow number. That's dope. I got the yellow with the gold with the silver number. That's dope. I mean, they got variety of all kinds of apparel, and it was a Nike thing, obviously, because what's the name went to Nike went to Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knight went to Oregon, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I think I now see other teams starting to go, oh. That could be something to do, like something to add to our look. You know, mm-hmm. every team has a blackout uniform now. Yeah. You know, everybody has the all black. Whatever team you are, you, you've got an all black uniform because it's just the blackout game, you know, which is cool. And then some have all white. I mean, like, it's 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 cool. And I love that they've made it fun. Mm-hmm. They've enhanced the fun of college football because i think it's it's losing its fun but it is probably the last opportunity that sports football becomes fun where it's yeah. just about i just want to play i don't mm. and i'm not thinking about anything more than i just want to play for my school i just want to win this game i just play for my team play for my division i'm not married i don't have kids i don't have businesses on the side i don't have financial responsibilities and right you know what i mean i just yeah. i just it doesn't impact it doesn't impact any of that yeah i just want to play yeah you know and now it's getting it's creeping in the financial part of it is creeping in for sure mm-hmm. it's i mean it's, it's there it's now what are the impacts now what's the the long-term implications mm-hmm. over time which we'll know five ten years from now yeah yep but yeah, I do. I think that there is something to, and I'll turn on the game and be like, "Who's this playing?" 
Oh, those uh, those uniforms are dope. Okay, I like those unis, right? I'll do that. I'll go, oh, man, TCU, they look like Northwestern at first, but then that purple is deep. I like that. That's yeah. that's dope, you know? And for me, the more ridiculous, the better. Mm. I mean, the Oregon. louder, the louder, the better. Yeah. That neon yellow, all neon chrome. yellow with the chrome <laughs> helmet just be clean. Like, wow, they just go all out. And I, again, that's their thing. They started that. Yeah. You know, Penn State hasn't changed their uniforms in 50 years. Isn't that wild? It gets wild to think, and I still love it. I still think it's a dope uniform. But they still have been blue and white, all white, for yeah. 40 years, 50 years. But yeah, the Penn State uniforms... I'm surprised they even bothered to put the blue stripe down the center of the helmet. Right. Right. They but look like a bunch of discount bargain men helmets they picked 100%. up. 100%. But again, it's as classic as it gets. You yeah. turn it on, you'd be like, that's Penn State. Period. Yeah, there's no, there's no like, what color yellow is that? Is that, is that Oregon? Or is that, is that UCLA? Who the hell is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no doubt about who that is. Because nobody else wants to even try to mimic that because it's horrible. It's the most plain you, thing You don't in the like world. it? You don't like it? I think I love it and I hate it at the exact same time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because you can do that, folks. You can love and hate something at the same time. Absolutely. It's like, oh, that blue, that blue looks like a an attorney's suit blue. Right. That's what blue that is. Right. Put this on. We're going to go to work. And we're not going to put your name on it. <laughs> we're not going to put your number on anything but the back of your helmet. That's it. That's as, as unity as it gets. You are number 38. I know your name because I'm on the team. Some people may know your name because we're fans, but no casual person could just walk in and be like, who's number 38? No name on there. Don't know. <laughs> Which, again, psychologically, I think it's... It's again, I love and hate it at the same time as well, right? Yeah. I love that, that I get the message, right? It's not it's not the name on the back of the jersey <laughs> that makes the you know, it's about the team, it's bigger than yourself. I get that, and that's cool. But there is still something too, like when your parents watch and your friends watch and they say your name, that's there he is, right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're a young guy and you're wearing 97 and there's three 97s, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? You're number 99, and so is a few other guys. Is that him? No, that's not him. Is he 13? No, he's 14. What? You know? Washington did that. Didn't they do that this year? Washington basically just went, we're the Washington football team. That's, that's it. And we're just right. numbers on the helmets. That's it. We're not yeah, no logos, yeah, no any of that. Where's like, okay. I mean, doesn't soccer do that? It's like the something something football club. I mean, like soccer teams are named like that. I'm yeah. Like, so for it to be the the Washington football team? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, but most teams like have some kind of mascot or something. I wish they would make the name the Washington Washingtonians. I just have George <laughs> Washington. Remember like the old Patriots? It was like the dude in the this the Revolutionary War looking thing with the he yeah, was a center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish they would do that. George yeah. Washington with the big wig. I would love them to you know what they need? I just need them to put a dollar bill, Washington dollar bill on their helmet. That's it. They're the Washington money. You know what I mean? Washington <laughs> dollars. You know what I'm saying? Just put the dollar sign on the helmet. 
right? Gold trim around the neck like a necklace. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just get into it, you know? We're the Washington coins, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Washington Federal Reserves. <laughs> We're the millionaires. Washington's right. millionaires. The Washington millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Hilarious. Uh, you got one? I got one. All right, go ahead. You got another one. I think women's MMA hundred times better than men's MMA. Ooh, I can't go there. I can't I can't reach that. I can't reach that, but I'm I am intrigued when I watch women's. I don't go I'm not watching this because it's women's. Mm. I don't go, oh, this is probably going to suck. I don't do any of that. I watch because I, at first, I got to be honest, though, when I first started watching MMA and it was women, I'm like, I don't like women's boxing. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see women box. That's that's such a dude thing. And I, this, listen, I'm being real. I'm, I'm putting it out there. So I was quite sexist early on in my years when I was like, I don't want to watch girls box. That's a boy thing. Like I don't want to watch girls wrestle. That's a boy thing. And then as you get older and you start looking around and going, no, it's not a, it's not a boy thing at all. This is, (laughs) this is none of this is boy stuff. Like this is all girls and this is athlete stuff. You know what I mean? And so obviously grew up and, you know, got my brains together, but I, I watch because I obviously I'm intrigued because I don't know a lot of the women now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some that I know, but there's a lot that I don't know. Yeah. And I think that they're coming. And as they're as is popular as sports getting more popular, more and more people, more and more women are getting into it, which yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think you're absolutely right. It's it's very intriguing, very interesting. I wouldn't say it's more interesting. I would probably say it's as interesting okay. as the men. But it is rough to watch a girl get her face kicked in and bloodied up and all that and go, wow, she was, but, but I think that comes from like my guy nature of like not hitting women and don't, you shouldn't abuse mm-hmm. them and you shouldn't do with this, that, and the other thing. You know what I mean? So I just got to remember there's another girl beating another girl, not a dude beating a girl. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like it's just rough to see, you know, for me still. Yeah. 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 I like it because uh, to me, I see that I'm like, there you go. That That's freedom. She wanted to get in that ring. Oh. Then, damn it, she has a right to get yes. her face pounded in. Just as much as anybody I else see. has a right to get her face I pounded see. in. I see where you're coming with. Yeah. I see that. I'm like, that's liberty. That's freedom right there. Yeah. I, I, okay. I get, I, get, I get that part of it for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. No, I, I but I do think that there are, like, um, the, sometimes the disparity of talent mm. in women is tougher to find, right? Because, again, there's not as many women into it. There's yeah. a lot of guys that are involved, but not as much women. And as that evolves and as that grows, you'll get less and less lopsided events. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think right now, you know, the top of the guys is obviously deeper than the top of the girls. Just because, again, popularity of sport, amount of people that participate. So on and so forth. But mm-hmm. as it as women's become more popular and get more talent, then you know you see less disparity in you know the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you you know women have you, like you're a champ of a women's division and you fought everybody already. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's nobody else there to fight. So now you got to bring in somebody else or have them go to a different division or whatever. But the guys, I think there's, there's enough depth in each of those divisions. And even then, I mean, still like, you know, the top 20 of this division, you know, one through, you know, one through five is, are have beaten most of, you know what I mean? Most mm-hmm. of the rest. So, you know, you're hoping that, hey, if this person lost twice, gets his skills together, gets better, and finally goes into the championship and wins, mm-hmm. then you go, okay, now we can start looking at people that have don't have undefeated records but have fought some better people and have better has honed their skills and are better at this and better at that. So I think women are still getting into that part of it, right? They're still growing, which I think, again, is fantastic and very entertaining. And I watch it and I always, every time it comes on, Oh, there's a couple women on here. All right. Okay. It gets more interesting. Not that I find their fight that fight specifically more interesting, but the card itself Mm -hmm. is like, I'm glad there are diversity in this card. But I think you're right though. There is that part of like, Hey, women can do it too. Let's go. (laughs) I like it. Let's get it. You know? Yeah. You got another one? No, I don't. Um, I have one where a very unpopular opinion is that I don't like the way, and it's just most sports, right? The way they make rule changes. And I'll, I'll use the NFL as an example. I think they'd be better off if they made really radical rule changes Hmm. because it seems like, because something such as pass interference, once upon a time, you could mug them at the line of scrimmage. Yes. And that was cool. Mm -hmm. And then for a while you, you weren't allowed to touch them. Right. And then they were kind of went back to, you can kind of mug them. Like you can hit them. You, you know, we'll, we'll, let the hand checking go. And I was like, well, no, man, you can't hand check. It's like, okay, look, let's just make one big radical rule change. How about the offense doesn't even, even need to set before the balls, the balls hiked. You can be in motion. You can be lollygagging around and go. Oh, <laughs> see, but that's the thing. Like when you, when you, it's 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 interesting because when you do things like that, right, you are saying that what we were doing wasn't that good, right? Wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But when you make small tweaks like those like the hand fighting and how do you how do you um how do you call it, right? How do you call the like crown of the helmet versus head mm-hmm. injuries versus to the knee versus like so so you're looking at all of this stuff you look at the game and go okay what what works and what doesn't work mm-hmm. that well yeah and they go well there's an awful lot of pass interference an awful lot of that it's a slowing the game down okay what can we do to fix that mm-hmm. and i think it's a tough fix right pass interference because it's a very also it's a very subjective thing too yeah Right. So it's like humans looking at humans going, do I think that's past interference based on my angle? And then somebody else comes in and goes, it is based on my angle. Then you go to replay and you go, okay, it's resolved. Maybe. (laughs) Right. Right. But when you do wholesale differences like that, unfortunately, your machine that's made you money. Yeah. has run like this 
the whole time and getting bigger yeah. Yeah, and yeah, getting yeah. bigger. Right. So now when you go in and you go, that's Canadian football where you can be in motion and run and With the running, start and running yeah. starts and all that stuff. So then you go, okay, if you can do that shit, then it changes up how I, how our defenses run. Mm. It changes up a lot of things. Right. Yeah. And so you then go, okay, what does that do to my product? And do people want to see it? Right. Cause I think if yeah. there was a lot, like you said, I think there was a lot of people that were like, you know what you should do? You should let them start going in motion at the same time. Like boom, boom, boom. It'd be far more exciting. And people start going, yeah, that would be exciting. And other players go, yeah, you know what? That'd probably help us out as offense. That'd be, that'd be cool. And the defense would be like, nah, we don't want that. That's just, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. That's, that's bad. That's bad. But if you have enough people start this big movement, you know what I mean? I think the same with like, what were they talking about? Um, like helmet to helmet, like those kind of things. There was enough uproar about concussions and injuries and all that stuff. Then they started going, okay, how do we fix what people don't like right now? Cause it's a very, it's a very publicly driven thing mm-hmm. as, as in mo- as most things are right. I mean, like if people didn't love McDonald's fries, they would no longer be selling fries. Right. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. they're like, these fries are the worst. They suck. Okay, then they would be changing them and tweaking them and working them and redoing them. And then after eventually they go, oh, some of people got sick. Oh, okay, maybe we're not going to do fries anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a product like most things, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm paying my money to see what I expect to see. Yeah. If that product starts slipping in any way, Right. There's like, oh, the quarterback is protected so much. They're baby. This is offensive friendly. Yeah. You know, this is all about offense now. It's all about offense, all about offense. And so you kind of start going, okay, people want to see more offense. Or they go, oh, it's all about defense. Okay, people want to see more defense. So let's, let's, let's put it on the table. People are upset that the, you know, preseason's too long. Okay. People are talking about it, so let's look at it. What are, what are, what are the who's all at play here? Who who's mm-hmm. interested? Who's not interested? I think if anything, the rule changes that they do tend to be smaller, not big enough to mm-hmm. do. Because again, you don't want to mess the product up, right? If you say, yeah. okay, no, no, how, no, no tackling above the the waist, people like. How the hell is that supposed to work? Yeah. So now running back, I got to let him run me over before I can <laughs> right. tackle him. I can't grab him by the shoulder pads. I mean, how do I, how do I do that? You know, and there's still people right now that are mad about the horse collar, you know, that you reach inside and you can tackle for That's the only thing I can grab. How mm-hmm. come, why does that, you know, yeah. why do I get penalized for that? The controversy of whether or not it's actually a head. Would they rather be hitting the head or hitting the knees? A lot of people are like, I'd rather be hitting the head. Mm-hmm. Some would say, yeah, I, I I think overall it's a dangerous sport. And I think that, you know, obviously we can do better to help protect the longevity of these guys' careers, how that's accomplished. I mean, I think there's a lot of smart people out there that can figure something out, you know, and I think you know, the concussion thing is a real thing. And I think it needs to be addressed. And I think it needs to be addressed sooner than later so that it doesn't get kicked down the road so far that it's, you can't come back and, come back from it right yeah. you've, you've cost you've so many people have lost their lives and or battles with you know cte mm-hmm. 
that it's now like how do you how do you compensate how do you fix that you know yeah so i find i find that the rule changes that's why you do in preseason right to see how what does the pro what does it do to the product and how people react to it you mm -hmm. know um getting rid of preseason altogether seems like a tough thing to do seems like a um yeah that seems really unfair it seems well it just seems like how do you how do i try how do i look at what i have to know what i need mm -hmm. right how do i you know how do i try new guys out how do i get people experience and time and you know i think about preseason more for the young guys than i do the old guys because mm -hmm. the young guys they they you know they want to get a look they want to get out on the field they want to play if I go to a team that they have one, two, and three starters already, how do I get on the field? How do I compete? It's already set. They can't afford to, like, give me a game or two or a couple of plays to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, yeah. don't, they don't have that. Yeah. So what do the young guys do? I think, I think for the veteran guys, I get it. The veteran guys like, look, this is, we're already going to give everything. We already give our wear and tear. We're mm. already – I get it. And we like it because it gives us an opportunity to work on timing without it. If we lose, it's no big deal. Like, but we're working on something. We're trying something. Let's yeah. do it. I get that part of it. But I think more about the younger guys. Like, how do they get? How do they get on? You know, you start saying there's no preseason, then you only have a first round draft pick. Like, you only have yeah. a draft for one through thirty two. You get one player a year, and that's it. You know what I mean? Because. Or, or depending on how many teams you, how many players you lose, you get to have that many players. But I don't mean, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how do you add to your talent? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And see them before it's the go time. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, nothing is like actual game time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think not to pull this conversation all the way back around, I think preseason pre NFL would be the one time that, Let's not play overtime, please. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, okay. That that I I can get on board with because you understand what it's for. Yeah, right. This is yeah. not. This doesn't impact the season at all. Right, right, right. Other than getting a look at your team and getting a look at your players. That's what it's for. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that replicates real time foot ball than actually playing a game so yes if it's into the game call it good you tied in preseason oh no yeah move on but if you lose a preseason they're winning preseason again doesn't say much about what's going to happen in the regular season because it doesn't count mm -hmm. but when it counts it shouldn't be a tie <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I should, I mean, we should work to rectify the tie in football and soccer and baseball <laughs> and basketball and all the other sports. No, just kidding. <laughs> I get it. I get the tie. I understand why they do it, but I just don't like watching it. I was going to suggest um, we should give more points to the team that came from behind to tie it. <laughs> you get half a point yeah yeah touchdowns are now eight points for you and six for them if you score a touchdown it's only six if they score now because they're behind eight <laughs> that would totally mess up the strategy i'll tell you that well 
ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had fun with this. I did. I, I learned something about Daniel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's some things we were, we live in Oppositeville on. But I had a great time, man. Thank you again, as always, Daniel, for being the host, the co-host with the most, man. It's been, thank you, it's thank been, you. it's been cool. I think we're at what? Episode what? What number is this? Oh, my goodness. I've, I'm trying to keep track is this of 15, 12. Where we're at. We are. I would have to I'd have to go back and check. Yeah, them. I think we're in the teens. I think we're or we're close to. Oh no, we're we're ahead of that. We're past that. Are yeah, we past we're, that? We're in the we're in the twenties now. What? We're, we we're didn't in, do a 20, 20 episode party? Unbelievable. Gonna, we gotta figure that out. And we still have no intro music. We do not, good sir. We do, we do, we absolutely do not. We're gonna work on it, ladies and gentlemen. I promise. We're gonna we're gonna get some jams in here and make this a little bit more festive. I promise you. But as always, thank you so very much for tuning in. We sincerely appreciate it and continue to take care of each other. This is Daniel. To all our listeners, big thank you. Thank you very much for continuing to support us. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Daniel signing off. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell Autry Show. We're out.